The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rich Paul of Clutch Sports. I had a quickly, quickly, we just need to. I had a debate with a friend today. It's not going well. It's not going well. Uh, so my my thought was that Rich Paul was um, more famous than Mark Cuban. And uh, I put a Twitter poll out. It's not. He's not. <laughs> He's not even close. It's like 91% to 9, and the 9 feels generous. You know what I mean? I just figured people weren't watching Shark Tank anymore, you know? <laughs> so, and with Rich Paul dating Adele, I thought Rich Paul was a bigger star than this. Needless to say, Rich Paul is in GQ right now. Rich Paul, now I have to say who he is, I guess. Super agent to every NBA player and certainly every Laker under the star. Rich Paul was was in Condé Nast in GQ because he's writing a memoir. And so they're talking about it. And in that feature, he starts talking about the unfair criticism that has been levied against his greatest client, Anthony, day-to-day, street clothes, Davis. Is that unfair? Is that unfair? Is that what he's talking about when we call Anthony Davis day-to-day Davis? Is that what he's talking about? I think it might be. According to Paul, Rich Paul, uh, super agent, He says, I think the first thing is you've just got to understand media. And the media has a job. Some of it is scripted, like this right here. Uh, And some of it is based on analytics, which is true. Some of it is based on viewership. When you talk about these topics, day-to-day Davis, you see a rise in viewership. And so the media, as it pertains to any player, but especially AD, they're going to kick you when you're down. Over the last couple of years, he's had some really freak situations. Guy gets pushed into his knee, and then I think the one before that or the year before that was a hamstring or a groin, whatever it is. It's so many injuries he doesn't even remember. Those are the things that happen when you play the sport. It's almost like 
Rich Paul is trying to hide the fact that and doesn't want anyone to know that day-to-day Davis has, I don't know, a degenerative condition, which means gets worse over time. It's not just a freak, fluke thing. This is something that's going to continue to persist and be an issue. And listen, Anthony Davis has been amazing this year. But if I had to say which one breaks down first, Anthony Davis or LeBron James, I'm going to say Anthony Davis. And LeBron James is 38 years old, damn near. And he also addressed the concerns that Anthony Davis is soft. Is he soft, though? That's the question. People act like, oh, he's just hoping to go out and get injured. Or, oh, the guy doesn't want to play. It's stupidity at times, but that's what comes with it. He also took an opportunity to answer the claims that he has strong-armed certain teams to take on clutch clients. This is why I thought Rich Paul was so famous, because he represents pretty much every big NBA player. And he's with Adele. And he brings his liquor with Adele to the games. So I thought he was bigger than he was. Shame on P. This is what he said. In in some cases, that's going to be playing with other clients whether it's DeJounte Murray and Trey Young, both clutch clients, or when we had Darius Garland and Colin Sexton playing together in Cleveland, or Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball in Chicago. But when that type of stuff happens, I think it's, uh, I'm trying to use the right word here. I don't want to say stupidity. I would say it's the lack of education as it pertains to the sport and the business of the sport. I don't want to, I'm trying to find the right word here, but I don't want to say it's stupidity. But you have All of the L.A. Lakers are your clients. All of them. Like, you're just going to sit there and pretend like we don't know that nine Lakers or whatever it is are clutch clients, nine of them. And we don't mean stars. We mean, like, Lonnie Walker. I mean, damn near Austin Reeves. You know? Like, all your clients are on this team. This man, Rich Paul, is wild. Safe to say that super agent Rich Paul, not a fan of probably my TikTok account. Probably this podcast. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that Clutch as a whole, not super stoked on me. But they are the two biggest areas where he can't control the narrative. And as for the NBA, he's going to continue to get his chokehold on it one NBA client at a time because it is very clear that he and LeBron will try to own a team and they will try to create a larger power circle day by day. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Is Kate Cunningham going to be out for the season? Why isn't anyone speaking about this? Like, why is this not? I haven't heard a peep. What is happening with Cade Cunningham, the number one overall pick in two years ago's draft for the Detroit Pistons? If you don't know what's happening with Cade Cunningham, if you don't know that anything is actually happening with Cade Cunningham, join the club. Join the club. No one seems to know. And the people who do know, they are mum. They are saying nothing. The rumors now are that Cade Cunningham might be done for the season. What? No, not Cade Cunningham. Not Busface Cunningham. No, the rumors are that he might be done for the season. Some people are saying, though, that this could be a nightmare scenario for the Pistons. Why isn't anyone talking about this? Why? Why isn't this news? Why isn't this on the jump or whatever NBA Today is called now? This is the first overall pick in last year's draft. And he has now missed 16 straight games. And we're not in game 45. We're in game like 23, right? Like 25. There is zero evidence when or if he'll be back anytime soon. What is happening? According to multiple reports, he's being sidelined with what is being reported as a stress fracture to his shin. It was reported when he went out that he's going to decide quickly whether he wants to have surgery or not that was a month ago clearly not a quick decision month later no news nothing from Detroit's front office the question is why well according to Pistons beat writer Aaron Kellerstrauss it's pretty much been radio silence from the Pistons which makes him wonder whether they even know what Kate is ultimately going to decide if you're a team and you don't even know what your star player is going to do And that, let's just be very clear, that surgery is season-ending, and you are the worst team in the league right now. Uh, We've got real issues, folks. Like, that is the nightmare scenario. If Kate continues to waffle on whether he has surgery, which will 100% end his season, and his rehab will absolutely continue into the offseason, putting him in danger also of missing part of the next season as well, That would be bad. I would say that would be bad. This is why a shin stress fracture is very, very tough. Very, very dangerous. Stress fractures, Dr. Crick, paging Dr. Crick time. Stress fractures, small breaks in the bones that result from the accumulation of repetitive stresses on that bone. They're most commonly caused by biomechanical abnormalities, such as high or low arches, rotation of the hips, or weakness of muscle groups that add additional stress to the bones so it's a big deal let's just you guys want to know some names of people with some stress fractures that have bothered them over time Yao Ming Yao Ming had a stress fracture Uh, Joel Embiid had a stress fracture Blake Griffin lost a year to a stress fracture but more troubling as a Portland Trailblazer fan Sam Bowie had a stress fracture to his tibia Greg Oden had a stress fracture to his tibia I mean, this could be career-ending 
I'm not saying that his career is in danger of being over. But what I'm saying is, if you're the Detroit Pistons, you know those scenarios like the back of your hand. You know that there's a possibility that if Cade Cunningham isn't done growing yet when this stress fracture is happening, it may never heal, ever. Big deal for a team like the Pistons that has Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham, the number one and the number, what, five overall pick. They have lost now an entire season. They are not going to be good. They are done. Even if Cade was to come back, didn't have surgery, he will be back at minimum by All-Star break, which is February. Now you've got issues with Jalen Duran. He's been on and off the floor. Jaden Ivey's trying to get himself chemistry with the team. Everything that they were trying to do, out the window. Very fun, very exciting team. Now, not so fun. Not very exciting. And what does that mean? What does that mean? It means probably everyone is about to go. Everyone who's not a part of the core, you are expendable. This is the first team we can now say is legitimately tanking. We now have them. They are the Detroit Pistons. It is now a garage sale. A garage sale. No one knows when we're going to see Kate again. So that means we've got pieces to sell, folks. And that leads us to our next segment. I don't know what the Detroit Pistons are doing to Boyan Bogdanovich. But it's, uh, it's very confusing. They trade for him. Great trade to get him. They just had to get Kelly Olenek and I think a second-round pick. But Boyan was extended immediately. He's on an expiring deal. They extend him for two more years on a young, exciting team. And you wonder to yourself, why is that? Troy locked him down to a two-year, $39.1 million extension. He was supposed to be some big part of the Pistons' future. Until two things happened. One, Pistons stink, like I just said. They stink. Seven and 22, they sit atop the standings. That is the worst record in the NBA. Again, again. Second, as we mentioned in the last segment, no one knows when Cade Cunningham is coming back, if he's coming back. He could be done for the season. Five of the seven Pistons wins came with Cade in the lineup. That's... It's time for Victor Wambanyama, folks. And if it's time to tank, if it's time to play like shit for Vic, it's time to go full send mode. Which means the Pistons are actually considering the guy that they just extended, Boyan Bogdanovich, despite the fact that the team, the fan base, the front office, all really, really like him. Guess who covets him? Team that needs some three-point shooting, needs someone to be able to Playmate, create, get into the mid-range. Yeah, the Los Angeles Lakers, that's who. And it makes sense, right? He's 6'7". He's a three-point shooting sniper. He unlocks tons of spacing for them. Right now, this year, he's shooting 21, 4, and 2. 44% from three. 90% nearly from the free throw line. And this is on a terrible team. Imagine what he could do if he could get some open looks. So the Lakers decided, okay, we're going to put forth an offer. Right? They put forth an offer to the Pistons that centered around one of their two first-rounders, as we would have thought that they might. But because it's Rob Palenka and he's a slime ball, there were protections attached because the Lakers know they're not very good. And Troy Weaver could not have said no fast enough. Right? He's like, absolutely fucking not. Go away. Bye. And that is because anyone trading with the Lakers 
is betting that Palinka has put this team in such a bad position that the protections matter. We can't have no protections. I don't even want a top one protection from you, okay? Like, no protections, period. And, of course, that's pretty much what everyone is reporting now. Rob Palinka is trying to hold up a bank with his little baby squirt gun. Like we don't know. We know you have no guns. We know you have no artillery. We know you have no leverage. So we know it. He knows it. He can do nothing but just offer things in the wind and hope that something manifests. And the Pistons, their reputation for decision-making has been so bad for so long, and yet they will not be fleeced by the Lakers. They will not. The regime now is not dumb. They are not the dumbest regime out on the streets anymore. That belongs to the L.A. Lakers. And so, of course, they're insisting on a fully unprotected future first in any deal. So who will blink first? My guess, Lakers. If you want Boyan, give us your 2025 first-round pick unprotected. He's, he's locked up for two more years on top of this one for a pretty good deal, $20 million a year. You just take him. He's yours. We'll see. I mean, I am betting... I am betting that he stays a Detroit Piston, though. As for the Lakers, everyone's putting the squeeze on him, right? No one is going to be Rob Palenka's little huckleberry. He's not going to – if you think he can do what Danny Ainge did, you're mistaken. It's either unprotected first or nothing. And nothing means more L.A. Lakers mediocrity, which means more happiness for me. 